It's FM 104's Switched On. Kieran Halpin with you. So three in four of those who menstruate are forced to limit their daily activity due to period pain and symptoms. That's a National Health Watch report by webdoctor.ie. To discuss that, I'm now joined by Dr. Christina Mulvaney, who works with webdoctor.ie. Dr. Christina, hello. How are you? Hi, how are you doing? Thank you for having me on. No, thank you very much for uh, for coming on to talk to me. So webdoctor.ie have published their National Health Watch report for 2023, revealing some interesting statistics relating to period symptoms and how they limit the daily activity of up to 75% of women. Is that surprising to you? Um, to be honest, it, it actually is a little bit higher than I would have expected. I mean, it certainly is a very common complaint and I suppose maybe what would be surprising for a lot of people is it doesn't only affect, say, you know, women in their 20s, 30s and 40s kind of thing. I mean, it can be all the way from the beginning of menstruation. So, you know, you're even preteens all the way through up through menopause that it can be a problem. So it's kind of a, it affects a huge uh portion of people's lives and it can affect people going to school or going to work or participating in sports. It it can be a really big problem and some poor people really do suffer uh, hugely with period pain and heavy menstruation. So I I don't have periods, right? So I've never had one. I can never experience what that's like. Can you explain what the pain is like or is it just too broad? Well, I mean, it can vary from person to person, but I can give you some kind of more common uh, uh, complaints. So I suppose like really kind of lower crampy abdominal pain. Some people can feel pain that goes into their back. And I've actually even heard people saying that it can sometimes go into their legs and thighs. Um, I suppose heavy menstruation would also be commonly associated with it. You can still have pain without heavy menstruation, but they do tend to be quite commonly going hand in hand together. And I suppose like having to kind of frequently go to the bathroom, maybe passing, uh, unfortunately, like even big clots of blood, which can be kind of very uh, scary and off-putting sometimes for people. Um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but those would be the kind of more common kind of complaints and, and uh, issues with, with period pain and how most people would experience it, I suppose. Do you think we've gotten better as um, as society as discussing period pain or is it still a taboo subject? I think it's definitely a lot better. Uh, absolutely, because I see regularly, you know, maybe mothers that would have had experienced period pain when they were younger and they bring their daughters in, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14 into me and they say, oh, well, you know, I have uh, my daughter, she has really heavy, painful periods, can you do something about it, rather than leaving it years and years of suffering. So I think it's definitely not a taboo subject and even, you know, uh, speaking of those, like uh, that younger cohort, kids aren't afraid to go to their parents and be like, hey, this is a problem, can we go to the doctor and talk about it? So, no, I think it's much more open and easy to talk about and uh, accepted, I suppose, as as an actual problem that can really impact people's quality of life. Do you think employers understand that sometimes if you're suffering with period pain that actually you might need to take time off? Um, I won't say 100% of them, but I think it's being increasingly accepted as something that might cause you to miss work. I mean, I haven't, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that has really had any massive problems with anybody, whether it was school or employers, uh, for missing work and stuff like that. But I I couldn't say 100% of them, you know, fully accepted. But generally, I've never seen anybody have any problems with, you know, if they got sick cert and stuff like that being off because of period pain or anything like that. And a sick cert would be needed? 
Uh, well, I suppose most companies, to be honest, it doesn't matter whether you had a little bit of a head cold or if you had period pain, most people would need to notice if they miss any work. I mean, obviously, some companies have different policies and sometimes they'll let you self-certify. But I suppose increasingly, I suppose, yeah, absolutely, uh, most most employers will require some sort of work search for missing any time off work, no matter what the reason is. I know from this survey as well, they say that participation in sports is significantly impacted with over 40% of respondents saying they've avoided playing sports and doing physical activity due to period pain. Yeah, so I suppose like one sport that I can specifically think of that definitely I think is people feel limited by, say like even swimming. I mean, obviously it's not mm. the only sport that's limited, even just having like the pain and, you know, if you were bleeding heavily, kind of managing all that and leaking and all those kind of things, um, I would say, you know, obviously can affect, I mean, everybody's kind of different. Some people can manage the severity of the symptoms different than others. But yeah, I would say it does definitely affect people kind of generally with sports. And I would agree that definitely I see people avoid potentially doing any kind of activity, including sport, because of period pain. I note that in uh, some professional soccer teams, for example, who play in white shorts, they have said that their female teams actually will no longer play in white shorts just because they don't feel that they don't they don't want their players to feel uncomfortable if they happen to be on their period and playing well, a match. Uh, yeah, that sounds actually. I never heard that, but hmm. I mean, yeah, I suppose that's like the type of thing that would cross somebody's mind. They'd be like self conscious and be like, "Oh my god, but what if?" And I suppose, yeah, well, that's a lovely thing. I I didn't realize they were doing it. But I suppose that's that increased recognition that, you know, that actually might be a reason why somebody might be like, no, I'm going to just sit on the bench this time. I don't want to participate because they are worrying about something like that. Um, Actually, that's a really, I hadn't heard that, but that's a really nice kind of gesture and I suppose showing of a kind of general acknowledgement of this being uh, an issue which does limit people. And I mean, even... You know, a little bit of staining is not going to hurt anybody, but it's that kind of self-consciousness and worry that would be there in the background. And, uh, yeah, that's actually a, a lovely gesture and really nice that they're kind of starting to recognise and do things like that. Um, I, I think mainly, especially growing up in school, definitely, you know, the girls were brought into one particular room and they were given a very specific talk. And, it, you know, it talked about menstruation and stuff. Uh, no lads were ever told anything. Do you think maybe it needs to be joined together now and everybody is taught exactly what it is? Well, I think that's actually, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, wouldn't it be better that we kind of know what's going on with each other's bodies so we can, you know, uh, understand what other people are going through? I think that that sounds like a very reasonable thing. I did high school and uh, middle school in the U.S., and uh, we actually did it all together in one group. I didn't realize they separated people here. Um, But, uh, yeah, like we would have had health class and we would have done it all together and gone through all these things so I would think yes it makes only sense that you understand what's going on with each other so you can understand each other better Do you see much difference then between um, Ireland and America in regards to how people discuss periods? I probably would say it definitely for longer has been more open over there yeah it would have been kind of a more I suppose uh, recognized issue and probably more uh, dealt with kind of proactively. I mean, it's very much becoming that way here, but it probably did it earlier over there. It, it's crazy to think, though, that something that a person has no control over can be so limiting in their life. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I was saying, like, missing school and work. Some people can miss phenomenal school and work, like, every single month miss, you know, a few days potentially because they just can't. (laughs) They can't do stuff because they're in so much pain and discomfort. Um, And uh, I suppose, yeah, it it, it can be, not for every single person, but it absolutely can be a massive issue that affects your quality of life hugely. Is there a certain level of pain that you should go and seek out help from the GP? I think what I would say is, uh, you know, you couldn't quantify it, like, uh, specifically. I would go by, I suppose, what the person feels themselves. If it's impacting your day, well, or month-to-month, I suppose, more like maybe not day-to-day is the right, wrong word to use, but your month-to-month, like, you're, you're having to miss school, miss work, get sick certs, um, are in discomfort, or limiting your activities because of this, or really any health kind of issue, to be honest, not just period. But, like, if it's affecting your quality of life and limiting what you can do, no matter what the issue, I think it's at least worth a chat to see, is there something we can do for it? In this case, like, with period pain, obviously sometimes people might go on the pill or they might, you know, there is uh, pain relief that can be very good for period pain. So there is ways of, of managing it that can be hugely effective and completely change the, the picture for somebody and, you know, not have them missing school and work and not have them in pain and doubled over and in bed for a couple of days and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely, I wouldn't say that I could be like, oh, if you have this specific mm-hmm. symptom, but if it's affecting if it's affecting you and you're not able to do the things you want to do because of it, you should talk to the doctor because there probably is something that can be done about it. And the fact that you know what happens every 28 days, it could actually probably mentally affect you as well because you know that it's coming. And if you it's have a very come. painful time, then you're just not, you're not going to look forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I, over time, you might, you know, stop doing things or stop doing activities. You know, at first I used to go and whatever, socialize maybe, but now I just don't bother going out with my friends because I'm worried that my period might get heavy. I actually meet a lot of, to be honest, like kids, like, you know, teenagers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And definitely I see them like pulling back on activities in particular. I suppose when we get older, maybe we, we get a little bit kind of more... Um, I don't care attitude about what other people think, you know, but as a kid uh, or as as a teenager, you know, you're kind of more self-conscious and stuff like that. And uh, they in particular, I find they start withdrawing and like afraid to go to school because, you know, like you were talking about the white shorts in sport, like what what is it, you know, what if I leave? I can't go, I can't go to school. Like they're not necessarily having that much pain, but they're like completely petrified that if somebody sees that they, uh, they, 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 I don't know, might be ridiculed or something like that, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, it, it can be a problem, absolutely. Dr. Christina Mulvaney, working with webdoctor.ie. Thank you very much for educating me, first of all, and, uh, and taking the time to talk to us this evening on FM 104. Thank you very much.